Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion Will Blackman. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender. Football! The football! It's up for grabs! It's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to another contentious episode of Buker and Blackman, <laughs> subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Recast Network. I'm Rick Buker. You can see me on FS1. Boy, can you see me on FS1. I'm there all week. I'm getting sick of myself on TV, to be honest with you. You can read me on Bleacher Report, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Rick Buker. You can also uh, listen for me. Uh, I'm the Entercom. No, I'm an Entercom Insider, so I may be appearing on a radio station near and dear to your heart locally or on Fox National as well. He's Will Blackman, NFL vet, Super Bowl champ. You can find him on uh, Twitter at Will Blackman, W-I-L-L-B-L-A-C-K-M-O-N. All right, Will. Join the so, club. Join the club what? You said you're, you're sick of seeing yourself on TV. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, shots fired. Uh, yeah, you... you uh, and you said that um, that's why nobody likes me because what was it? Well, oh, I started laughing when I said I was talking about the things that I, that I want to get to, and we will get to Isaiah Thomas finding a home, one-year deal with the Washington Wizards, uh, and we'll get to the latest on Kawhi and the rumblings of him going to the Lakers. And if Kawhi and LeBron both win a third title, with a third team, what is it going to mean for their respective legacies? And is Kawhi going to be adding to LeBron's, to his own, to what? We'll continue. We'll get, we'll get into that conversation. But I mentioned that the Warriors are planning to retire KD's number 35. And then and I you laughed. And, and I laughed. And, of course, I laughed. And you 
you said that's why nobody likes you. So um, I'm not sure who they are, but why I do you think you who, I told you who they are. Everybody but professional athletes. <laughs> Anyone who's not a professional athlete does not like you, apparently. I see it on my feet. I see it on my I see the slander on my feet. I'm like Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's such I'm like, Rick's a nice dude. Like what what are what? Yeah. Well, I no, I, maybe you know what it is. You just I don't know. Maybe you got like this this like northeast sarcasm chuckle. Even, even though I'm from the Midwest, yeah, <laughs> you could be from the Midwest. That's fine. My wife is from California, but she she has like some kind of East Coast attitude. I don't know yeah. what it is. So yeah. she she felt right at home, you know. I and I, look, I went to school in the East. I lived in the East for uh for a time, and so lived in D.C. for a time. I've lived all over. So I don't know, we, we, whoever wants to reject me and whoever wants to claim me as one of their own, I'm, <laughs> I'm an equal opportunist when it comes to that. So right. you can have that. I Look, it, 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 I have, uh, I've jumped back into the uh, reporting, breaking news game a little bit here. Not intentionally, but as a result of stuff that I've been working on and some of the relationships I have. And basically, you know what a big part of it is not doing a radio show for three hours every day. I did not realize how much time that consumed and how much it took me away from just being able to have conversations and to work on a variety of things. So, uh, as a result, um, I'm a little more plugged in than I've attempted to be in a few years. And, and, and in that time, it's interesting to me how people on social media, if you deliver news that they don't like, and this has become a trend, I think, across the board in other uh, subjects as well, is that people either say it's fake news, they call you a liar or a clown or whatever. They just, they want to, re- they, they want to, they kill the messenger. It goes back to Shakespearean times and you don't like what's being said. Well, it's the fault of the person who said it. And... So I, and it's funny. I I had dinner with Colin Coward, and we just talked about this. And he he told me about do, name drop, have a drink. <laughs> so and 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 Will Blackman obliges. So uh, that he was actually he was training for a marathon, and rainstorm came, and he and a couple of the guys that he was running with got stuck under a an overhang, and. It was really coming down. They couldn't go anywhere for like 30 minutes. And one of the guys was a therapist, and he had just started doing radio in Portland. And the therapist said, so how do you, how do you like it? And he goes, well, he goes, he goes man, I, you know, it's, it's okay, but God, do I get a lot of hate mail. And he said, he goes, you mean fan mail? And there was something that clicked for Colin. He was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Love or hate, it's all fan mail. So... It I've is. come to look at it all in the same way too. Like I, I love the guys who go, uh, who look at my Instagram, and I've never tried to really elevate my Instagram. And now for some reason it's being elevated. There's more. I'm getting more and more followers, but it's uh, it's a pittance of. I just I've never paid that much attention to it. Oh, no, cut it out! What? I haven't. I, I it's it's a different type of storytelling. Or communication. It's more through photos. And I've never been a photo guy because I've always felt like if you're busy taking photos, you're not in the moment experiencing actually what's going on. That's always been kind of my my thinking. So even when I'm – like there's situations where to, 
to promote the podcast. I should also always be taking a, a, a selfie when I'm doing it with a guest. I I generally forget to do that. Afterward, I'm like, damn it. I it's, took care of you when I came to L.A. Yes, you did. Oh, I no, you did. You. <laughs> See, you're, but I think that you are, not to, be, not to be ageist here, but you are of a generation that is more attuned to snapping photos. No, I, or maybe, I'm maybe, just I, not. maybe I just get it. Maybe you're just an old, old-ass MF-er and you just don't get it, you know? Well, or that, or that. I just, I choose to <laughs> think it's something else, but thank you. In any event, you have a look on your face now like I insulted you somehow. I was actually complimenting you. No, I don't feel insulted. Okay. <laughs> I feel great. I told you I'm, was, I'm awesome over here. Was there a reason you felt it necessary not I'm to awesome. I'm me? awesome. I'm <laughs> awesome right here. <laughs> as he as, takes... As, as, as I sit my Bordeaux. Yes, exactly. Another sn- a sniff of the vino. All right. So, I want to start with this KD and the Warriors. He played three years for them. I know. I saw people going off like three years of service, and you retire his jersey. What yeah. is this? You know what it is. Not, not only three years of you service, but they won one without him. You know what it is? It's in parentheses. Please don't sue me. That's what. <laughs> that's what it is. We're oh, KD. We that. love you. Do you know how much we love you? We love you. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. And now I don't know whether he's he's ultimately he's going to follow that road. I've had a. Um, attorney, let me throw this by you. Let me let me run this by you. So there's there's an attorney out there who's been making the case that that he's been sending me emails, and I guess he talked to Darren Ravel, but he's really beating the drum on this idea that uh, that that KD has a one billion dollar lawsuit waiting to uh, act uh, activate if he if he so chooses or to to file. Should we have the the attorney on the podcast? Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, we can't just have anybody on the podcast. I mean, I'm just not – some guy writes an email and comes up with a, an idea and, like, we just throw him on. I mean, do you want to do that? We could. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, it's dangerous waters, but I'm – listen, I I embrace all. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Uh, except old MFers who don't know how to – Nah, you are embraced. Trust me. You are embraced. I can be real with you. That's why we're cool, man. I can, be, I can keep it real, and you're, and you're going to keep it pushing, man. You're good. Cool. All right. So, uh, so I'll find this. I'll, I'll set this attorney up, and we'll have him. We'll have him on the podcast. But you talk to he, this. You talk to this man first, though. You talk to him. Yeah, first. I will. I'll vet him. I'll vet him before I let him anywhere near you. Okay. The all right. So, how do you just? In, in, how do you feel uh, as an as an athlete as Will Blackman seeing Kevin Durant get his number retired? I mean, right now it's like it's like way too soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wouldn't it be too soon, no matter what? It would be. Yeah. I mean, that's. Do you something really think that, he's a, Do you really think he warrants having his number retired by the Golden State Warriors? That's what it comes to. Whether it's now or later, at any point, three years of service, two championships, voluntarily walks out the door and says it was real, but I'm on. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you, on. right. You passed up a contract. Yeah, and, and left. Yeah, like he's not. I mean, he's not through and through like a, a warrior. I don't. I don't. I don't look at him as a warrior. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel as if 
you're going to see that Warriors fans are going to see that number up in the rafters and they're going to have very mixed feelings about it being up there. I don't know that everybody is going to embrace it. You put it up and you're, and you're going to put it up there with Curry's number. You're probably going to put it up there with Clay's number. Might put it up there with Draymond's number. Right? When I think of the Golden State Warriors, I think of Stephen Clay. Yeah, KD came in there, did his thing, and held yeah. it down. But you so, know, are you gonna, so does this mean they're going to retire KD's number, but they're not going to retire Iguodala's number? Iguodala, you could argue, has done more service for them. And yet, they sent him down the river to Memphis. We know how they feel about him. <laughs> they didn't say, hey, by the way, you're probably going to get traded next week. But uh, you know what? We're going to retire your number, for, and we thank you for all your service. No, nah, that didn't happen. It's, it's a bizarre... I feel like the the Warriors are in a very emotional state right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> That's it's weird though. It's it is. It's it's just it's just way too so. Like, why would you announce that? Like, what is? It, well, honestly, I feel as if I feel as if they are still recovering from everything that's transpired. Over the last month, they're trans. They're, they are they are recovering from Clay blowing his ACL. They are recovering from n- failing at the three peat. They are recovering from KD rupturing his Achilles and then saying sonara, uh, sayonara. And I believe that what they're they're recovering from Andre Iguodala throwing their medical staff under the bus. Like I'd they, say what though, like apparently he knew before he went on tour that he was going to get traded. Like they told him, like this is what's up. If Katie doesn't take it, then yes, it, it's it's going to be a wrap. They told him he was going to be moved. They didn't tell him he was going to be moved to Memphis. But why is it in particular you're on this Memphis thing? Because, because generally what you do when a guy has been good to you is you work out where he wants to go. Now maybe just maybe, and I don't. I haven't talked to Andre. I don't have any inside information on this yet. Maybe they did it. Andre knew knows that the Grizzlies are going to waive him. Although I would hope that if the Grizzlies were going to waive him, oh, then again, maybe it can't be official until July six for some reason. A lot of these deals, I don't know why his would be, because that's a trade for a pick, a future pick. But maybe, maybe. It doesn't get official until July 6th. And once we get to July 6th, then he will automatically be waived and he can go to the team of his choice. And so he's, he's, he's party to this. Memphis is, is going to be a bad team, so their pick is going to be... Uh, I said take that back because Memphis isn't giving up a pick. The Warriors are sending their pick to Memphis. Nah, uh, that... Then they just sent him, they sent him to Memphis just to... I don't know. I hope he's party to it. And I hope Memphis said, hey, we'll take the pick and we'll take him into our cap space. Because if, I mean, why wouldn't New York, I would think, would, would want to do that? Any number of teams would want to do that. Yeah, the KD retirement jersey thing is so suspect. Because I think Jordan, they retired the first time he retired. Yeah. Yeah, like in 94, they retired it. I, I just, the idea. And this is Jordan, though. This, that's, I mean, that's rightfully so. Yeah, do ASAP. Yeah. He is Mr. Chicago Bull ASAP. Right. KD? That's understandable. Yeah. 
It, I'm telling you that it's everything the Warriors are doing right now seems like they're shell shocked and reactive. At least and they got at least they got Looney back. They did three years, fifteen, uh, fifteen million. I thought he'd get 15 a year from somebody else. I didn't know if it would be 15, but I thought he might get the mid-level exception. I thought it would be 9, 10 a year. He did tell me when I talked to him uh, sometime during the playoffs, we talked about this subject, and he said that he would take a little bit less to stay with the Warriors, that he appreciated where he was. Yeah, I bet. I and bet. he will He's but, but five and he's gonna a make year. And he's going to make way more than he's already making. Yes, yeah. And, and he's in a good situation where he has a good role, and he's like, hey, I'm with Steph and Clay. Like, come on. Yeah, but I, look, there's no Clay for this year until, until March. The, yeah, until the spring. And then it'll be interesting to see what he is when he gets back. Defensively, I have real questions about them. I would be careful in running Steph into the ground. I'd be careful about running Draymond into the ground. It just, I guess, just seeing all the things that have happened to them and the way they've conducted themselves in the last month is such a departure from the image. I mean, they were the, they were the, they were royalty. They were the franchise that everybody looked up to. They had the house at the top of the hill. They still got the house. No. Well, they've still got the house. It's not at the top of the hill. It's slid. It's not the was, top of the there hill. Was, <laughs> there was an earthquake. There was a landslide. It's it's on a shaky foundation right now. Would you say revenue-wise, KD made a huge difference? Because right now on the Forbes list, they are the number three richest franchise. That's a good question. And I, I don't. S- and I think they weren't even top ten like three years ago. Yeah, I'm sure he has a part in it. Without question. Like, but the franchise collectively has been so successful and Steph is so popular that it's the one team where I would say you, if, like, for, for when LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami, it cut the value of the franchise. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. That's in half. I don't think KD is having that kind of impact on the Warriors. But 100 or so million dollars or more of an impact? Yeah, I would think. You know what's even more weird? You know what's even more weird than the KD retirement jersey? What's that? Is when Miami Heat retired Jordan's number. That was weird, too. (laughs) That was weird. Okay. Yeah. There's been some weird weird stuff that's happened. That was weird. I agree. I there is nothing affiliated. Yeah. Miami and Jordan. Nothing. Oh, nothing. No, no, nothing. 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 He probably had a good time on at South, on South Beach a couple times, but other than that, yeah, nothing. I don't know. All right. Isaiah Thomas, 
finds a home. That's weird too. One year with the Wizards. Why? Why? Why is one that, year? Is that depth? Is that depth? Yeah, he's going to be a backup. He's going to be a backup point. What's that? No, I, I think he'll be. I think he'll be. Well, that's a good question. Who's the? I would think that they're going to have him as a point guard, and they said that they were signing him as a backup. John Wall is obviously injured, so. I like Whiteside going to Portland. I like that right there for Portland. Uh, that is a, an inspired move. Yeah. Um, because I love their culture. I'm not sold on Hassan Whiteside. I'm not even sold that he is that he's going to come around and he'll be better than. But sometimes just being around, yeah. like you said, the culture. Yep. No, it, will, it, it's elevate. worth the gamble for sure. It is definitely worth the gamble. No question about it. Because his, uh, his contract is coming up, too. So I'm looking at all the guys on this roster, on this Washington Wizards roster, and I got to tell you, I don't know. He, if they, they said he's a backup, but he's going to be a backup to Isaac Bonga or look at the other guys listed on here. Uh, Jason Randall. Well, and obviously John Wall's hurt. So, uh, But here's the thing. So he's had hip surgery, and we know what he was before. He's 5'9", generously. I just don't see a way in which a guy that size after hip surgery is going to come anywhere close to what he was previously. I thought that what he was in Boston, which was the high point, was as much manufactured by Brad Stevens and the team that they had around him that allowed him to shine and play that particular star role. He barely played with the Denver Nuggets. I wish it was a different ending to this, but I just don't feel as if we're going to see Isaiah Thomas in any significant kind of a role again. And I don't know if you have any experience with anybody who's had that kind of an injury and has come back and been notable again in your sport or in basketball in, or, or in any. But a hip injury is, I think second only to an Achilles injury when you look at it and go, this is an injury that no NBA, no no basketball player wants to have. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. My, my trainer had hip surgery because he said he got a recommendation from a tennis player. Mm-hmm. But now I think of tennis right now, Andy Murray, he's the last person I could think of, of an elite athlete who had hip surgery who's doing better now. Yeah. So, I, don't yeah know. I don't know. The people that I, people I know that have had hip surgery, are one of the a, sports are in an old folks' home. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that because some of them aren't. <laughs> but one I know in particular who is not. But tennis is one of the sports that they can continue to play, as opposed to the other ones. I don't know what that means as far as maybe somebody who plays tennis, so one of our listeners can let us know. But I, I see where your hips you're not doing as much swivel and explosive explosive moves i would think as you are in some other sports but i'm i'm out of my depth here because i don't i'm not a tennis player my wife is but but i'm not all right the other the biggest element that i wanted to get to is Kawhi Leonard the the drum beat is getting louder and louder that <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is going to wind up with the Lakers uh the clippers uh, the latest is that they feel that they're in the 
third position for Kawhi, which is going to be really disappointing for Jerry West and the Clippers because they hung a, they hung their hat on on getting him. Uh, Toronto still gets a meeting with him and still has a chance to sell him on why he should come back, maybe on a short term deal. But everything is pointing toward him joining the Lakers. So I wonder for you, because we've often talked about LeBron, is this a a plus or a minus for LeBron James to have Kawhi Leonard come join him with the Lakers? Uh, it's a plus. I believe it's a plus just because LeBron plays well with, with other big stars. He knows how to elevate everyone's game around him, and he knows how to win. So for him, it's a plus. This is nothing new. He's been, he's been doing this. Yeah. He did it twice and got got a ring both times he did it. So we've made the we've talked a lot about obviously you feel that MJ there's no comparison between LeBron and MJ. MJ has accomplished more. If there's a goat, it's it's Michael Jordan. It's just it's just different, you know. If LeBron wins a third title with a third different team, does it change the equation for you at all? No, I, I still I still will forever think Jordan is the greatest and how he changed the game. Just simply his pure dominance. Is he stayed he stayed in one place and truly took over. Hmm. And there are so many Hall of Famers who are ringless because of Jordan. Even when you watch the stories and the documentaries of, of the greats, you know, like Larry Bird and Magic and all those guys. You know, they like, hey, we, we passed the torch to Jordan. Hmm. You know, there were coaches that were afraid of Jordan. There were players that were afraid. Of Every time you, you hear any story about Jordan, it's like, don't piss him off. Like, don't take him off. You know, it, it was it was just that the notion of being feared is what why I think he is the greatest. And, you know, I always bring into football. Tom Brady is the f- most feared quarterback because you've just you've seen him do everything. Mm. You've seen him do the impossible in in the most clutch moments. In the Super Bowl versus Atlanta, they were down twenty eight three, and there is like there is uh, Atlanta could they could have took a knee mm. the rest of the game and still won. <laughs> that is a fact. In some way, somehow, Brady and the Patriots figured it out. Mm. And with Jordan, you just always knew. That when it mattered, he's like everybody get out of the way. There was you just knew it was going to happen. You you just knew it. It's funny that you bring that up because I feel as if I don't recall. I don't recall Michael ever handing the torch over to LeBron. He didn't even he he even he barely handed it to Kobe. Yeah, but and he kind of he handed it to Kobe, but didn't say it. Yeah, because he's like he's like the only person that could ever beat me one on one. Yeah, would be Kobe. But and, he, the reason, and the reason Kobe could beat me is because Kobe stole all my moves. <laughs> <laughs> that is on tape. Yeah. If I was in my prime, who would I want to play one-on-one with? Um, that list is very long. I start off with Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Kobe Bryant in his prime, LeBron in his prime, D-Wade in his prime, Melo. That's a good start. Yeah. I don't think I lose. Other than Kobe Bryant because he steals all my moves. But he's gone out of his way not to recognize LeBron James in the same way, which I find fascinating. <laughs> and, and I, in a way, I understand it. Because as great as LeBron has been, he doesn't have the same DNA. 
as Jordan. Right. Kobe does. Um, like physically, physically, the greatest physical specimen in all of basketball is LeBron. Yes. Like physically gifted, like it's not even uh, like it's not even close. And and then you throw on throw in his durability, exactly, and landslide, yeah, landslide, greatest yes. physical being that we've ever seen in the NBA. I would yes. concur with in that. Terms, right, because he can play all five. Will, Will Chamberlain was, and I've I long made comparisons like those two. I felt are very similar. Yeah, and even I would say even a young Shaq. Like when Shaq came in yeah. and he he would go coast to coast. My boy, he was man. That's what I'm saying. Everybody get out of the way. You couldn't you couldn't do anything with that. You had no chance. And and that's and but that's what it comes Thank down God to. Thank God he could make free throws. Yeah, I know, right? He averaged eighty if he did. <laughs> like yeah. it just comes down to that just that mindset in terms of of how Jordan was, how he was feared and respected, and how he just inspired everybody. Like a lot of people are who they are now because of Jordan. Yeah, everybody wanted to be Jordan. You know, and and even you know, I, I love watching. You know, once again, the interviews of guys who have played hmm. against. That's that's the funny thing too. Is like we have all these fans and everybody going on and on and on, but you, everyone keeps disregarding the guys who have been yeah. in the fire. Yeah. No, and that's the you know funniest part for me is when you hear guys talk about playing against Jordan, and then I hear, and then I have some guy who's bringing up stats and telling right. me. Yeah, but you know LeBron's even, efficiency, or even, right? <laughs> or even Kobe. Oh. Like Iverson said, like everyone was talking about LeBron and Jordan. Like, did y'all forget Kobe? Yeah, Kobe was a straight killer, man. He was. he was like just like come on now, like and 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 it's funny because I'll post something football related on on my Twitter and um, I'll, I'll say exactly what happened, the play, the situation, the communication. What was going on? And then fans would jump in like, this This was this kind of route. No, this this kind of route. And they right. are arguing about what's going on. I'm like, right. right. <laughs> see, I'm, see, I'm in the play. Well, and that's why, and that's why when you ask, like, people, the, the grief that I get on social media, that's why I don't take it seriously. I don't take it. I enjoy it. I think it's hilarious. Because yes. I'm like, I would never, I said this before, I would never argue with somebody and be like, Man, that dude doesn't hit. He doesn't dude. a box. Talk about a boxer. That boxer doesn't hit that hard. Tyson doesn't hit that hard. Dude, it's like you or me debating a doctor on how to treat, <laughs> how to perform uh, a, uh, a, an, a an ACL doctor. surgery. No, I know how to repair that. Some doctors don't. <laughs> Some doctors don't. I'm going to tell you right now. Some doctors need- don't. <laughs> I've been there. You need- <laughs> I'll win that argument. Okay, I picked. Um, let me see. <laughs> I'll come up with something yeah. else. I'll win that argument in a heartbeat. A sh- all right. Uh, all right. It's like ar- arguing with Bobby Flay on how to uh, how to make the ideal. I don't know. No, I'm saying Man, though. Literally, it's like, hey, this guy don't this boxer. You don't punch that hard. So and so punches harder than you. Well, come on, now everyone's tolerance is different. Like we can't even get into details. Yeah. So. Kawhi was one of those guys. We're going to wrap up on this. Kawhi was one of those guys that was considered to be an old school guy. Didn't need to go. Kawhi is feared. Kawhi is feared. Kawhi is feared. So how do you feel about the fact that if indeed he does what people are anticipating at this point, he goes and joins the Lakers? 
Does that do anything to shift the view of who he is? It does nothing to Kawhi. It's different for Kawhi because he's clearly a, a man in, in his own in his own world intentionally. Like that's that's just how he goes about his business. Interesting. So and so because because he has no social media response because he's completely to himself, which is the exact opposite of Kevin Durant. How much is it that, and how much is it is is that? Uh, Kawhi Leonard went and won a championship. He did leading a team. Kevin Durant he, he, he never did, did that. He did that on exactly on his own. He got he got destroyed for sitting out when he was in Antonio. True. And he's like, I'm gonna do me. Yeah. He went yeah. to Toronto, yeah. lit it up, and right now everyone's like, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi. He's, he's doing Kawhi right now. He's doing me. So interesting that. And, and I think I think it'd be nothing because. But once again, is Kawhi being Kawhi? It's almost like it's almost like watching the uh, Red Sox in the early two thousands with like Manny Ramirez. It's like Manny's just be, Manny's just being Manny. It is what it is. Like Manny was playing the game during the game. He went in into the Green Monster and and took a leak, and everyone thought it was funny. It's like Manny's just being Manny. Yeah. Gronkowski can do whatever he wants. That's Gronk being Gronk. By the way, did you see the photos of him? What him being thin right now? Yes. Kawhi's just being Kawhi. <laughs> if Gronk, if Gronk wanted to play again, could he put the weight back on? And Easily. how long would it take him? Take him four months. Okay. But he could. I mean, this yeah. is really just this is a guy who worked out religiously, was in the was in the weight room religiously, and then for three months he hasn't been. Yep. Yeah. That's what I figured. All right, that we solved nothing, we resolved nothing. But hey, that's where we are in free agency right now. What's happening is happening, and we're dissecting. Is, is Kawhi signing with LA Lakers? Yeah, man, wrong it's answer. Hard for me to say you can he's end not the podcast. Wrong answer. What? You can end the podcast. Wrong answer. You think it's? Do you think he's not? I hope not. I have to dye my hair if he does. Ooh, that's one more reason for me to think that to hope that it does happen. What color? Um, it's my choice, so I I might just dye like a strand of hair. Oh my! Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That's a terrible that 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 bet needed to be more defined. They didn't define it, so therefore I'm gonna do what the heck I want to. It sounds like that's the case. All right, that does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. Uh, please rate the show iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, rate the show. It's basically just hit the stars, however many stars you want to give us, and then screenshot that and send it to us at Buker Friends. And uh, leave a comment, a review. We would love to know what you think we can do better or how you feel about it. Uh, keep in mind, next week we will start going to, uh, for the rest of July and August, we will be going to three podcasts a week we're gonna dial it down just a little bit but in the meantime in our next podcast we'll continue to survey the landscape when it comes to free agency and i may have my man jim jackson come join me as a guest in the next podcast and we'll talk about everything that we're seeing on the free agent market, everything that he's seeing, and maybe get into a little big three conversation as well since he is doing broadcasts 
on CBS for that. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>